Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Integrated Self Podcast. I am so excited to finally be back and doing weekly episodes. Yes, you heard me correctly. Appreciate you guys. I know I have a lot of listeners that are like listen to every single week. And so um, I am so happy that you are here and you are supporting the podcast. Um, I really appreciate you guys. And this is so my vibe. Like I, I've spent the couple of weeks that I've been off. Um, honestly, it's been probably two months, um, like setting up a more cozy knit environment for us to spend our time together on these Thursdays and to really just invest in this and invest in myself and, you know, really take this up a notch. And so I just wanted to say thank you and welcome back. So um, this week's episode, I really want to talk about intuition because I know this is such a huge, hugely talked about topic in the spiritual community and um, or, you know, in this personal development, um, holistic healing space, you know, whatever, you know, label you want to give it. Um, I'm all of those things. But um, if you've never seen me before, I want to say hi. My name is Ariana. Um, I'm a holistic health practitioner and I help people people heal from the past and really um, start to free themselves, you know, mentally, emotionally from things that have really impacted us, you know, as human beings. Um, But also by recognizing that we are so powerful, you know, and so I love plugging you into your personal power and, you know, reflecting and being a mirror for, you know, your beliefs and helping you and guiding you through these things. But don't get it twisted. And I posted this on my Instagram story today that, you are the one doing the work. You're the one healing yourself. I'm just the one that has done these transformations before and knows how to give you the tools and what tools would help you. And, you know, really connecting with you on what you visualize and what you want. Because I think what a lot of people start to realize when they meet a lot of people in this community or follow people in general on social media is that like, you know, you think that everyone is in this community to really like make it big and to like have these massive dreams and and stuff. But in reality, you guys, if my life was just the way that it is right now for forever, I'd be so better off for it because I honestly got into this work because I just wanted to be able to put on an outfit and feel myself and feel actually confident, you know, and walk out the door. You know, I wanted to have a situation, you know, knowing that I was so young that, you know, there's going to be events in life that happen and, you know, are out of my control. And I really wanted to learn a new way of approaching those things because, I used to be someone that would lash out all the time at people. I would blame, I would, you know, blame other people for my problems and the way that I felt. And I would, you know, make people feel bad or feel guilty if I was insecure. And, you know, it was a very kind of sad way of living. And I started to realize that. I started to look in the mirror and be like, why and how did I become this cynical um, miserable, insecure version of me. I felt so small and it even impacted me to the point where like my posture was so bad because I was so not connected to my power that I would hunch over all the time. And, you know, now that I've done yoga and really done the internal work regarding confidence and love and, um, personal power and and really connecting to my divinity, I now my posture is improved and, you know, I really stand tall and I really stand in what I say. It's just like night and day difference. So I originally got into this work because I just wanted to feel better about myself. Um, I also wanted to have more courage and bravery when it came to making my own decisions and learning to not be codependent on my parents because 
I was very hyper independent, but when it came to making decisions, I always felt like I couldn't trust myself. Like I trusted myself to get the things done, you know, get my oil changed, get my homework done, you know, pay my bills. But when it came to making decisions that there were really no right or wrong answers to, like what would I prefer? I didn't know that because I didn't really know myself. I only knew the shell of a human that I was being. I didn't really know who I was in a unique way, in an individualized way. And healing has really helped me go within and get to know myself, like who I truly am at the core, what I truly value, what I want my future to look like and how I want to feel on a day-to-day basis. And like, I've really just taken my power back from a lot of my past traumas. Anyway, um, that's just me and why I came into this work. And I've literally, I'm living a life right now that I manifested for myself three years ago. And it's crazy to look back on that time in my life where I was really going through it. (laughs) And I can't believe that, you know, I'm looking up today and I, I even had a surreal moment with myself today where I realized that I, I today, like I literally lived a whole entire day that I dreamt about. Like if only I could have a day where I could do this, 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 and that was my day today. And it's so beautiful to see that and live that and like be in that experience. It's like, super surreal. It's like deja vu almost. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to thank you guys, um, say that I'm back better than ever. Seriously, for real right now, uh, we're going to be releasing videos or episodes every Thursday. So I thank you so much for being here. And I really wanted to talk about intuition today because again, intuition is something that we hear all the time. So essentially your intuition is your internal compass. Essentially it's Picture it like your spiritual self, your higher self, your higher mind, right? Guiding you throughout life. So once you form a relationship with it and you actually trust the way that your body is guiding you and you trust the feelings and you start following them, right? Like, for example, I don't tell my clients who don't know their intuition and don't trust it to go make major life decisions off of it, off of a feeling, because in reality, you don't fully trust it. And so there's a way to go about this where you form the connection and you start to strengthen your intuition through practice. And, you know, you're not, you know, making or breaking the bank or making huge life decisions that you're not fully positive on. Or because you haven't built this connection and you don't fully trust the feelings and where they're guiding you and you don't trust the divine and all these things, right? Especially if you don't trust yourself. You can't trust your intuition. It, it's, it's something that forms together. The more you trust your intuition, the more you trust yourself, the more you trust the divine, the more this all three of these things start to form together and you just have this Once you have this unbreakable trust with yourself and the way that you guide yourself and through your intuition and you don't second guess your intuition, you move through decisions and, you know, uh, obstacles like the snap of a finger and your intuition is essentially your internal compass that guides you. So it's something, yes, it's a feeling, but it's something that you don't need a conscious mind for. Like you don't need your intuition and your conscious mind. Obviously we're human beings. Our conscious mind is always going to be saying stuff to us. So obviously what happens and everyone will say this, right? This is the most common thing is like, well, I did trust the feeling, but then my mind started playing tricks on me or my mind started convincing me this, this, and that, and it's not true. And you know, what about this? And you start to fall back into that logical, analytical mind, right? And a lot of us have 
our intuition on point when we're children, right? Like any kid, especially now that I'm way older, I'm 25 now. But anytime that I see a kid, you know, actually I have a stepbrother who is 10. So, you know, he's a kid, but he has, he's so intuitive. Every kid that I've seen is so intuitive now, like, especially since I'm, I'm able to see that because I work with this like on the daily. So I see it in these children and, and I feel like every kid is very intuitive. We're all born with this natural ability that's very strong and high because when you're born into this world, you know, you're already worthy. You're already abundant. You're, you're already of the divine. You know, you already have everything within you. And then what happens is as you go through life experience and your mind starts to develop and your subconscious is very like absorbs everything within the first six to seven years of your life, once all that starts to happen and you enter school, the way, especially in the U.S., the way that we're taught is so logical. It's so analytical. There's no free thinking. There's no critical thinking. There's no imagination, creativity in, in school. I mean, maybe when you're in first, second, third grade, but by the time you're in middle school and high school, it's all by the book. You know, there's no, of course, there's like, what do you think about this? What's your opinion? But I feel like when, like, I remember something that really shaped me which is huge because this will tell you that, you know, when you're a kid, even the smallest little experiences, like if you're watching this and you're a teacher or you work with kids, everything you say, you know, even if you have a kid or you have a nephew, like this really goes for anybody that interacts with kids in general, you are so influential in their life that you don't even realize that you could say one thing to them that's going to stick with them. And they're going to be 25 and they're going to look back at you and be like, I remember when I was eight and you said this. So you're very influential more than you think. And I remember this one incident. I think it was like, I think I was in fourth grade and I was a very studious child. I still am in school. <laughs> I'm still in school, you guys. I'll eventually six degrees later, I'll be, I'll be done. But um, that's an exaggeration. I four degrees. I'll have four degrees total. Um, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, what I was saying is like when I was in fourth grade, I was very studious and I loved math. So I took a math test and, you know, I did really well on it, but I got an answer wrong. Like one of those questions that was like eight total points and, you know, each part of the question was two points or whatever. And I knew that I got the right answer. So like when I handed in the test and when I got it back, I just knew like majority of those points I got. And when I was flipping through the test, I forget what grade I got, doesn't matter. But when I was flipping through, I remember being so frustrated because we were going through the test as a class and, you know, she marked my whole question wrong. I got eight points off for just that getting all that one question wrong. And I'm like, oh, I must have just gotten the wrong answer. And that's why the whole thing's wrong. And then we go over the problem as a class and, you know, she does it differently than I did, but we both got to the same answer. And I remember raising my hand and being like, why why did I get these points off? Like I got the right answer. And she's like, you didn't do it the way that I taught the class. You didn't do it my way basically. And I was like, that was the first time because from that I learned that there's only one way to do things, right? So our school system really teaches us to think logically and to, you know, no, don't trust your feelings. Don't be imaginative. That's not going to get you anywhere. You know, like following your imagination and daydreaming, like all that's useless and creativity is useless. Like you, they literally pump kids out to be working people of society, 
you know, but this was all formed back in the industrial revolution where we were pumping, we needed workers, factory workers. But now there's, you know, the world has changed so much that we do need creative people. And unfortunately, I feel like our school system is set up in a way where it doesn't really like support that or like embrace that as much as it should. Because what happens is as we're adults, we start to hear the word intuition and not value it. Like this is an innate thing that we all have. And as we get to adulthood, you know, we take things so seriously and we're not playing and we're not expressing our inner child and everything is serious and logical and analytical and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, we've lost touch with this part of ourselves that is highly intuitive. And once I created this relationship with my intuition, I have been able to make decisions that if I said out loud, you'd be like, that makes no sense at all. You didn't have a backup plan that you'd make less money doing that. Or, you know, you didn't, you didn't have a plan. What's the next step? So it's like, once you follow your intuition and you actually trust it and you form this relationship with it, my intuition ultimately knows what's going to serve me the best, what's going to be healthiest, what's going to be safest, what's going to be the most successful. Your intuition has all the answers. Your higher self has all the answers. The beautiful thing about having a really strong intuition is that you can fact check anything against it. You know, if you get a multiple job offer, not one of them is sticking out to you. You know, you can sit with your intuition and check every one against them and your intuition will ping, 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 which one would bring you into your highest timeline or be the most successful or provide you with what you value and desire as opposed to the other ones. Your intuition can save you from unsafe places or dangerous people. In the beginning, when you don't trust your intuition, it's almost like you get these pings. You get these, oh, I, I'm going to say the thing, or this is a perfect opportunity for me to do this, you know, or your intuition's like, go this way or go that way or do this or take that opportunity. But you're scared or you have fear or you don't trust it. So you don't. And then you have these feelings or you see later on like, oh, I wish I listened to that feeling because now time has passed and other things have happened. And I really understand why I should have trusted that feeling. We all have had those moments. Like my one of my other brothers is um, 19 now. And he told me about a situation like that where his intuition was telling him to say something and, you know, to express himself for a moment of healing for him to set a boundary and to really stand in his power. And in the conversation he was having, he knew that he he's like, I'm going to say it. He was like the whole time that the other person was talking, I was like, my intuition was like, I'm going to say it. I'm going to admit and be truthful and express how I feel and communicate that. And then after it was his turn to take advantage of that opportunity, but he basically didn't trust it. He fell into fear and he didn't say the thing. And then afterwards we had a conversation about it and he was telling me this whole story and he was like, Ariana, I swear I'm, I'm like kicking myself. Like I'm so angry at myself because I didn't, I didn't listen to this feeling and I knew I should have. And it was telling me to do it the whole time. And then when it was my turn, like it felt like the pressure was on me and I felt fear because I haven't really stepped into my power like this before. And I haven't really spoken about my feelings in this way. And so I felt fear and I just didn't. I just shut my mouth and I didn't take advantage of that opportunity. And I feel so like I'm like kicking myself, right? Like in regret almost. And all those feelings are valid, okay? I want to let you guys know that if that's ever happened to you, I understand that. That's a normal thing to happen because, again, going back to the whole thing is like we're taught to be logical. We're taught to feel a feeling like that 
that doesn't make sense, that has no explanation attached to it, no logical reasoning as to why that would happen or why that would be right for us or whatever. And since we're so used to not trusting those feelings and we've been raised and taught not to, right? It's like, why would you? Of course, you're going to feel fear following a feeling that you have no proof or evidence that it will bring you to what you desire or bring you that opportunity. Like, it makes sense. And this is why I preach that it's a relationship that you form with your intuition and that it's a huge misconception that people think that it's it's a gut feeling. It's a gut feeling. But you know where also you feel um, a gut feeling is when you have anxiety, when you feel grief, when you feel um, scared, fear. That could also be felt in the gut, right? Everybody's bodies are different and everybody's intuition and connection that they have with it is different. Think of it as like something within you that's asleep right now. And in order to wake it up, in order to awaken to it and to strengthen that skill, just like any other skill is practice, is getting to know yourself, is going within and forming this relationship. And the way to really practice it is to learn to practice it, just like any other skill, right? Like I wouldn't be able to pitch a baseball to you right now, but if I practice it, I probably would. So it's learning the way that your intuition speaks to you because everybody's intuition speaks to them in completely different ways. So it's not always a gut feeling. And that's why I coach and I teach people how to do this. It's really hard in a world today where we live in a world of short attention spans and short form content, where you see a video of someone giving one piece of what intuition is, then you kind of fill in the gaps yourself and then you start to practice with it and you don't have the full story. You know what I mean? And this goes with any topic online that you learn about, right? Like you might learn one thing or watch one person's video, but then you watch someone else's video and they're saying the exact opposite thing or they're, they have a different, they disagree or they have a completely different perception of it. And that's why people like me exist where people that are serious about this and they know the benefits and they want that life and they want to feel that way, they, they're not going to mess around they're going to want to hire someone and work with someone on these skills that they trust and that already has all the information that they can learn from instead of just saving like an Instagram reel or a TikTok and then making major life decisions off of a feeling that you don't fully trust yet, right? So when I teach my clients to trust their intuition, it's a practice and it's a relationship that you form not only with yourself, but with your body and with source, with God, with unconditional love, with the universe. So it's something that you continuously practice. And as you practice, it strengthens. Now, I want to talk about the chakras because your intuition is very much tied to your third eye chakra, your sixth chakra. That's why it's called your sixth sense, right? That's where that comes from, the chakra system that's been around for thousands of years. So it, it, depending on what Eastern medicine you practice or you relate to, you know, you can hear it described as the third eye chakra. You can hear it described as the brow chakra, but essentially it's right here, like in the, in your forehead and between your eyebrows. And the reason why it's there and the reason why the sixth chakra is your sixth sense or your intuition is because your pineal gland in your brain is very, very much tied to your intuitive ability. So that's why that's there. And what happens is in order for you to connect to your intuition and strengthen it, you have to expand these higher chakras. So I haven't heard anyone explain the chakra system in this way before, but the way that I like to think of it as is like 
people that are not that spiritual, people that are just like living their day-to-day life um, and they're not really connected like in that way to their divinity, to source, to God, you know, whatever they believe in, or maybe they don't have any beliefs or they haven't taken the time to even ask themselves those questions, they operate in the lower chakras. They operate probably in the root, the sacral, the solar plexus, maybe the heart. You know, if they seem like a very happy, you know, loving person, their heart's probably open and balanced. The higher chakras are more so your intuitive, higher mind, subtle abilities. So the way that I like to describe the chakras are like the lower chakras are connected to, of course, everything's connected to your divinity. Don't get me wrong. There's no separation here. But the way that I think of it as is like, the lower chakras are more so like your human experience and your higher chakras are more so your spiritual experience. And in order to awaken or balance out those higher chakras, you have to move from the lower chakras up to your heart. You have to move through the heart in order to get to the higher chakras, move through the heart. So a lot of people ask me like, how, what's my first thing? How do I, how do I start with this? Like basic one word answer, whatever start practicing more love, start practicing more self-love, start getting that heart chakra to be more expanded, to be more balanced, to be more active, right? So the more you think that, oh, I just have to like practice my intuition, but you need to know who you are. You need to know yourself. You need to practice self-love and and love in general for other people have something to say, or you want to lash out, or you want to put someone in their place. It's like, practice that that person is also of God. They're no different than you. They're also God's daughter, God's son, right? So instead of judging, when you judge someone else, right? And I think judgment to a certain degree is just a human thing that we do. Um, But when you judge somebody, it's almost like you're judging God as well, because you know that they came from God. They're a piece of God as well, just like you are. So if you're judging them, that means that there's that actually says a lot more about you and the work that you have to do on yourself or what work is presenting itself to you based on like why you're even judging that person, right? So what I would tell someone who wants to start practicing with their intuition and they're on the beginning of their healing journey and all these things is like your intuition will gradually expand and we can work on these things together. Um, as you expand your consciousness, as you learn to hold more space and more love for everybody, right? Like in the beginning of my healing journey, I could not hold space for anybody that had a differing belief system than me because I was so triggered. I was so new to my belief system that I wanted to prove it right. I wanted everyone to know this is right, that, that you're wrong, whatever, but I still had more work to do. That was a huge step for me to actually solidify in a belief system. But I had more work to do when it came to other people. It's like, okay, now that I know what I believe, people, other, everyone else is still allowed to believe whatever they want. And that has nothing to do with me. That's none of my business. I know what I'm here to do. I know the people I'm here to serve. So it's really none of my business to talk on this or shame or judge anybody else because they're also on the same journey I am of connecting to a belief system that they feel is right for them, right? So- in those, in the beginning of my healing journey, like I said, I was very triggered when people would comment on my stuff and send me hate comments. I was very triggered when, you know, I would go, I would have to go to church because I, there was a funeral and I'm like, well, I shouldn't be here and I'm not a churchgoer anymore or whatever. But it's like another level of that now is like, I can talk to anybody and validate what I believe to be true. It doesn't do anything. It's just their opinion. It's just out circling around in space. 
and it just exists out there doesn't mean anything about me. It only means something about me if I attach a meaning to it and I think that that's true, right? So it's funny because you actually, in order to expand your higher chakras, you have to expand the heart. You have to go through the heart. Your intuition is going to be quiet in the beginning. It's going to be neutral. It's going to be quiet. Your ego, your human mind is going to be loud and it's going to have emotion attached to it. So <laughs> I'll share a story with me. Um, the first time that I listened to my intuition, this was right when I started my healing journey, right in the be like right in the beginning. And I didn't, I wasn't even concerned about intuition because I knew I had I was beginning healing. And so intuition really wasn't something that I desired at that time. I want, really just wanted to feel better. I wanted to feel less stress. I wanted to feel more confident. I wanted to feel more power over my, my life and feel like, you know, more empowered in what I was doing and the decisions I was making in general. So intuition wasn't really on my mind, but my intuition spoke to me in a very critical point in my life that honestly, I'm so grateful for because if I didn't listen to that feeling, I would have been living a life right now that I, that I don't like, you know, I wouldn't be this version of me. I wouldn't have healed. Um, so what happened was I graduated in 2020 from my undergraduate degree. And that's obviously, we know what happened that year. So I graduated from college. It was supposed to be the best time ever, but you know, the world was flipped upside down and I had no idea what to do next. I had a plan before the, everything happened of going to nursing school. I just knew that's where I was going into medicine. And I, at, throughout that process, I didn't know that natural medicine or holistic modalities existed. I just didn't know that much about it. And then obviously through college, I started connecting more with those things, more with the holistic route as I was dealing with my own, you know, problems and physical ailments and conditions and whatever. And um, anyway, I got to the point with the pandemic happening where I honestly thought to myself like, okay, every single step of my life that I've done so far, you know, I was 22, every single piece of my life, I knew the next step. I've always known my next step. And this is the first time that I was questioning that next step and I had no plan B and I was terrified. And so part my intuition, basically, you know, I, I got accepted to nursing school. I was supposed to go and I got papers from the school basically saying like, sign here, sign your life away for nursing school. Right. And I knew that I would be a good nurse. It wasn't about like, do I want to do this? It was more so like me envisioning myself in a hospital, me envisioning myself in scrubs, like inside, you know, working long shifts, being around, you know, really sick people. I, I have compassion for those people, of course, but like, and I love nurses. Okay. This is nothing against nursing, but it was almost like my intuition was like, this isn't right for you. Like, this is not going to make you happy. Would this suffice? Would you be stable? Would you make enough money? Yeah. But like, would you be happy? No. And that's the first thing that my intuition ever really said to me. And I remember sitting there and being like, okay, well, I, I really, my intuition is telling me not to go through with this, but I had no backup plan. So basically my ego was really loud. My ego was like saying all those things like, you have no plan. What are you going to do? How are you going to make money? You know, like, you know, like, 
how you don't even have a job right now. It's a pandemic. Like if you go to school again, you're going to have to move and you're in a relationship and like all this stuff. My ego is screaming, but my intuition underneath all of that loudness and emotion from my ego and fear was my, my intuition, my soul, my spirit being like, just don't do it. Just don't. Right. And there's no evidence. There's nothing, you know, nothing at this point in my life was like, oh, it's fine. Like I was terrified. I, I, you know, I moved back in with my parents. I had no job. I, you know, didn't want to get a full-time job, but I, I just always knew I was going to be a student again. And I loved learning. So I'm like, what the heck and Bob do I do now? So anyway, I listened to that feeling and I did, I had no evidence. I had no proof. Like, you know, everyone, thankfully my parents are also very, you know, spiritual and they understand and they understand the value of being fulfilled in the work that you do. And so they totally understood. And they were like, girl, don't, you know, they were supportive of my decision. But when it came to like what to do next, I just had no freaking idea. And so I, I made this, I didn't enroll. I called the school back up and I'm like, sorry, I'm not coming. Like, feel free to fill my spot, whatever. And I literally just sat there half of me felt fear and sad and confused and like a failure. And then other part of me felt so relieved and excited and hopeful and optimistic. And I feel like that's what it feels like when you first start to listen to your intuition. You have your ego that's filled with emotion and, you know, criticizing you and saying all these things. And those things are valid, right? Like the ego, my ego, when it was telling me all those concerns, those concerns are valid, right? But my soul underneath that was just so calm and was like, just don't and you'll thank me later almost. And obviously I didn't know at that time that I would. So I'm so grateful for my past self and that I listened to that feeling. Um, And because obviously, literally I'll tell you the rest of the story because the rest of the story is the best. Um, The last bit of the story is that I think three days later, maybe a week later, I ended up finding the school that I go to now. My intuition was like, yes. Like once I found this school, you guys, about a week later, I was so relieved because my intuition was like a snap again. Like my intuition again spoke up, but it felt differently this time. My intuition was like, yes. Like my ego was like, wait, like, is this right? And what if you make a wrong decision again and blah, blah, blah stuff. And then underneath all of that, my intuition was like, hell yes, hell yes. So I listened to it and I'm so glad. Like I love, I love the classes I'm taking and eventually I'll have my doctorate and PhD. So right now I'm practicing with a master's um, and I'm not a medical professional of any kind. I'm not a licensed medical professional. I'm board certified. But um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. And I have eventually, my goal is to graduate this year with my doctorate and PhD in natural medicine. So that's how I basically totally switched paths within a week by just listening to my intuition. And my intuition when it spoke up the second time was just like an immediate yes. And it was just like a quiet, like neutral, like, yep, yep, (laughs) hell yeah. So yeah, that's what happened. And I enrolled and I just figured everything else out from there. But it was so fulfilling because even when I was doing starting the classes and stuff, I just felt like so aligned with it. I was so excited and I was like, I'm so glad that like, it was, it's scary to switch paths like that, right? It is in that, in that in between when you're not quite sure what the other path is. And, but I would, I'm just so glad that that happened and that I was redirected in that way. And that I trusted myself even back then when my intuition was not strong at all. So that's a little bit about me, but I want to get, give you guys this, that, um, your intuition 
can save you not only from like dangerous places or toxic relationships, but like your intuition can tell you the truth about what's going on around you, right? So like someone might not be acting sketchy or saying sketchy things, but your intuition could just be like kind of pinging you about that person just to be like, you know, be aware of that person or don't really, don't really, you know, spend too much time with them or whatever it is. It can be used for anything, right? Because energy doesn't lie. You can use your intuition to fact check certain things. You can use your intuition to fact check certain situations, decisions, um, which home to buy, you know, whatever it is. It's like almost like God speaking through you, God speaking to you saying yes or no, right? Well, the last thing that I want to share with you guys real quick is how to actually do it, right? Like if you're listening and you're like, I want that feeling. I really want to strengthen my intuition. I really want to know what that feels like. I want to have that skill in my like life skill box, toolbox of skills, right? Um, because it's honestly priceless. Like if I didn't trust that feeling and I, I, I don't even know where I'd be right now. Like, I wonder if I would have healed, you know, in an alternate universe. Like, I wonder if I would have healed, um, anyway. And maybe would I, maybe I would have dropped out. Like, I honestly don't know. And I don't care because I'm just so grateful that I made that decision and I trusted it. So, um, yeah, once you start to, to trust your intuition, you guys, you make decisions quickly. You're not sitting in periods of indecision for so long and you actually are able to guide yourself. Like you don't need people to, you know, weigh things over with. And, you know, especially as women, like we, most of the time it's like our body knows before we can even form the thoughts about something. So, um, but again, like if you're a man watching this, like you have intuition, everyone has it. And once you, we have it for a reason is my point in this whole episode. Like why would God give us that if, if it's not important or it's not useful and it, it can't help you out. So there's so many amazing stories of people that, you know, have strong intuition and are able to guide themselves throughout their life. And instead of like taking so many uh, loopholes around, you know, taking this one path and then they don't have a good intuition. So they just keep going down that path, even though it's not fulfilling and, you know, all these things. Or another common place that people are is they know that their intuition speaking up to them, but they don't fully trust it or they don't like what it's saying. So you have just, you're sitting in this confusion all the time with your intuition and then you're constantly beating yourself up for not listening to it. So it can get kind of confusing in that in-between area, but once you truly have that skill strengthened and you know yourself, it's like, it happens like super quickly. So the way that you can actually start practicing and like, you know, I have streamlined this practice of strengthening your intuition um, by creating a meditation. So the way that I do this is I give my clients a meditation. And in that meditation, we put your brain into a certain frequency, which allows you to connect to your intuition. It's called alpha. It's essentially where your brain is relaxed. You are not super, your awareness, your consciousness isn't super focused on outside yourself. It's actually starting to go more inward in into yourself, right? So like when you're in a deep meditative state, you're essentially, your consciousness is actually on your internal world. It's, it's kind of not really in your environment anymore. Like, you know, when you're in meditation that you're in this room and that I'm in this chair, but your consciousness is actually focused inward on yourself. So that's what we do. That's how I do the meditation. I've cultivated the meditation and created it so that it does that. It helps you get into that frequency of alpha where your inner world starts to become more real than your outer world. And then from there, we start to, we, 
do an energetic protection to make sure that, you know, we're protected in that state of consciousness. And then we get your yes, your no, and your neutral from your intuition. And the more you do the meditation, the more you really solidify in what your yes is, what your no is, and what your neutral is. And then from there, I coach my clients on following those feelings out in their lives to um, practice it. And it's almost like the trust comes when you see yourself following it and and then what happens as a result of that. So, you know, you might have a situation where you normally go to Starbucks for to get your coffee in the morning, but today for some reason Starbucks was closed on a random day and so you your intuition told you to go to this other random cafe and when you got there you realized that, you know, you walk in and you see, you know, your dad sitting there. And you're like, hey, dad, what's up? This is so weird. You know, there's like a synchronistic moment. And sometimes it's not as obvious as that. Maybe it's just, maybe you're the synchronicity for someone else. Maybe God's sending you as the sign for someone else. So you could walk in and, you know, just be nice and thank the person for making your coffee and compliment them on their shirt. And maybe they're having the worst freaking day and they're not in a good mood and they're not in a good mindset and your compliment lifts them up. So you wouldn't really, it's not like every single time you follow your intuition, you immediately get a confirmation, you immediately get a sign or a synchronicity, but never forget that you could be someone else's sign. You could be someone else's synchronicity. God might be placing you in environments or leading your intuition to show you a certain way or go this way or be in this store at this time because you are an influential part of the puzzle, just like everybody else is, right? So a lot of times in the spiritual work, I think we can get so um, focused on ourselves without realizing and remembering that, you know, always like reminding ourselves that we also play a role in other people's lives. We're also here to teach other people lessons. We're here to compliment others and give love to others as well, not just take love. So maybe that's why God's bringing you into that coffee shop that day. And then you you leave feeling so great instead of sitting in your car in the drive-thru for 20 minutes in Starbucks and, you know, whatever. So the more you practice these things, the more you start to realize and trust the feelings you feel because you you realize where they're leading you and the feelings and the experiences and the people that you meet, right? Like God might lead you in a certain way or tell your intuition something, And maybe it's just to turn left at the stop sign that you normally turn right at, but you turn left anyway, and then you get to work and you realize that, you know, there was actually a huge accident on that road, whether or not God was redirecting you just so that you didn't have to wait in traffic or whether or not that could have been you in the accident. It doesn't matter. You know, it's like you following the feelings and realizing after the fact or sometimes never that there's a reason for everything right? And so it's like your intuition is your internal compass. So if you ever want to work with me one-on-one, you can always DM me. Um, I don't have like an actual application out right now, but if you're seriously work, like serious about working with me on one-on-one, um, I can only take a certain amount of clients to do that because it is one-on-one time. If you're thinking, or you're watching my podcast or my content and you want to work with me one-on-one, that's awesome always reach out to me and ask. Um, Just because I don't have the link there or anything, just don't be afraid to reach out and, and, you know, uh, connect with me. We're going to be talking about more self-love next week, and I'm going to be sharing more about the 30-day self-love challenge next week. And I'm super excited about this 30-day self-love challenge. And thank you guys so much for listening today in the show, and I will see you again next week. 